If you think of a farmer's best friend, chances are you're thinking about a border collie or a kelpie, especially if you love mustard dogs. However, bats, yes, bats might also be up there. It turns out that they do a pretty incredible job of keeping pests down for farmers. In fact, these mighty little creatures can eat their entire body weight in insects. But it's not all good news as these insect-eating bats are in decline, certainly in the state of New South Wales. To try and figure out more about these bats, researchers have extended their Bats in Backyards project, which enlists the help of farmers and landowners to track their movements. Dr Joanna Haddock is a Senior Threatened Species Officer for the New South Wales Department of Climate Change, Energy, Environment and Water. Joanna, I'm I'm surprised to hear that bats are now in favour. I must admit that I first thought of fruit bats, which I don't think many farmers would have much uh, friendship with. But these little bats with voracious appetites sound incredible. Tell me about them. Are they similar uh, to the kind of little tiny or or baby bats you might get caught on on your curtains if you leave your windows open at night, as has happened to me? Hi, Andy. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, Yes, so they're fascinating. I mean, obviously I'm biased because I love them, but... um, They are absolutely fascinating. They are very separate, as you said, to these fruit bats, flying foxes that people are more kind of familiar seeing around cities. Um, But these these little guys evolved almost entirely separately. They use echolocation instead of sight, which flying foxes use. Uh, They um, eat insects. They actually also eat some frogs and some fish as well if they're evolved to do that. So there's about... 34 different species of these insect-eating bats in New South Wales alone, and there's about 74 in Australia-wide. So they're pretty fascinating. In fact, it's their use of echolocation for navigation and communication that uh, that makes them uh, harder to, to keep track of, I read? Yes. I mean, imagine... I Well, some of them are only about four grams fully grown, um, the Vespidellus fulternus, which is a little forest bat, is about four grams fully grown, which is about the same weight as a $2 coin. <laughs> and so they come out at night when our eyesight fails and they fly incredibly quickly. So I spent many, many uh, nights out on my own in bushland trying to figure out where they fly. Um, and Basically, the echolocation is the key to it. So many, many scientists have developed this over the years, this amazing key. So all of these different species actually create very different kind of call signatures in this really high-frequency sound that we can't actually hear with our um, own ears. And we can actually use that to our advantage. So this is what the project is based on. Essentially, we send out bat detectors, these high-frequency bat detectors to farmers, city dwellers, basically anyone with any outside space. And we ask them to record this high-frequency sound that's going on in the skies above their heads every night. They send it back to us, this bat detector, and then we analyze the, the sounds that these bats are making as they fly over, and we can tell them, oh, well, we have species X flying over at two o'clock in the morning, and then you had species Y flying over at four, and yeah, so it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So here I thought you were going to just shoot a spotlight into the clouds with a big bat symbol on it. So that would be the obvious way to find bats if you've read comic books like me. Sadly, these 34 <laughs> species of insect-eating bats in New South Wales are listed as either threatened or thought to be extinct. 
Uh, that's correct. Uh, a subset of them are, are threatened, um, and one is actually thought to be extinct, the uh, Lord Howe Island Pipistrelle. So we haven't actually seen that one for a long, long time. Um, so they are in decline, unfortunately, and the main drivers of this really are um, bats are quite picky and they need quite a few different things in the landscape to be able to kind of persist and live happily. Ah, so They're, they're fussy yeah, so little they creatures. Uh, just before we run, run out of time, I just want to get people oh, some information about where to go if they're interested to find out more about this project. Of course. So on the New South Wales Government um, Saving Our Species uh, uh, page, you can look up the Bats in Backyards Citizen Science Campaign um, and you can uh, anyone can sign up in their um, expression of interest at the bottom and we encourage anyone with outside space to do so. Well, as uh, Anne in Foster, New South Wales, says she needs some bats here. They've got a veritable plague of mosquitoes on the lower mid-north coast, so uh, lots of people keen to help out there. Uh, Joanna Haddock is a... Dr Joanna Haddock is a Senior Threatened Species Officer for the New South Wales Department of Climate Change, Energy and Environment and water. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Andy. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.